3: It's that time again, Matt Connerton, Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info show archives, etc., etc. Today is... Wednesday, May 25, 2022. I do want to remind you that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot, and they have posted this, uh, their weekly lineup for this week. So today being Wednesday means tonight is industry night, a uh, very popular feature there. Tomorrow night is trivia night, hosted by the great Bill Sini, uh, who also does trivia on the morning show on Wednesdays. Thursday nights, he's at the Hopknot. Uh, I do suggest... You reserve your table early or, or just get there uh, early because those fill up quickly. It's a very popular feature there. Friday night, Charlie Chronopolis will be performing live. You know, they, uh, they have live music every Friday night. And uh, so there's a lot going on this week. And perhaps we'll play some Charlie Chronopolis later. I'm not familiar with him, but I am interested in uh, becoming familiar with his music. Uh, So there you go. Uh, And, of course, uh, Juneteenth uh, coming up less than a month away. We'll have more on that as that gets closer. Uh, If you would like to join us today on the program, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007 is the number to call. Uh, You can text me at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. I do believe our friend uh, John Hopwood intends to pop in uh, during the second hour. So we shall see. Uh, I did see Eric Pilcher in the Facebook live chat uh, saying that uh, he was uh, checking in while he's on John's show, calling in or Skyping into John's show, uh, WPYP-TV. So very good, very good. Of course, uh, Eric uh, also, Eric Pilcher does our classic film reviews for us here every Friday afternoon on the show. And this week, the subject of Eric's film review is Paths of Glory. So we look forward to that. That is a very popular feature here. Uh, I do want to say hello to everybody. Oh, actually, we have a call. And then we will say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat. Uh, looks like our friend Ron is the first one in today. Hi, Ron.
4: Hi, uh, yeah. I just wanted to say good, good afternoon. And um, I saw on the news um, it was, was it either yesterday or the day before, but a Russian soldier was brought to court in um, Ukraine. And charged with um, killing a civilian, and he got the life in jail. Did you see that?
3: Yeah, I think we didn't. We talk about that yesterday or, or the day before. I, I thought we, uh, I thought we had talked about that this week, Ron. Didn't didn't you call about this before? Well, you know something,
4: you may have and if you did it yesterday. I went to Clementos and I had way too many, so uh, I came <laughs> home took a nap and missed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're supporting
3: uh, Clementos, though. That is wonderful. It's a great place. One, yeah. one of our fine sponsors All right, here.
4: Um, well, with that, with that being said, uh, and that's a tragedy at, at the, you know, it's, at the highest level. I can't believe what happened in Texas. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like it never ends. You know, I don't know what's going on with these kids and their minds and their beliefs, but it's it happens so often that it's, uh, just it's unbelievable. You can almost expect, you know, it to happen within the next. Year or two happen again somewhere.
3: Oh, in terms of school shootings, yeah, mass shootings happen yeah, happen I far guess, more uh, often. But but school shootings I mean, my specifically heart really goes
4: out for all those parents. It's just not right, you know. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. Can, I,
4: I hope that uh, they can find in a computer or somewhere or a note, um, you know, what it was that drove him to do it. Uh, you know, at this point, I don't think anything's been said. But you know, maybe through social media or a computer or a note because uh, it would be nice to see what goes on in these these kids'
3: minds. Yeah, um, obviously severely mentally ill and and disturbed and deranged. Um, yeah, I,
4: and you know, always wonder where did he get the gun. Right. Do you, do you know what grade A level they were or the age level?
3: Yeah, they were elementary school kids, I think, ranging uh, 8 to 10 or 8 to 11.
4: Oh, my god.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. All right, uh,
4: you know enough to be said about that you know my uh my prayers go out to the families that's that's all I can offer terrible
3: absolutely terrible. It's, har- it's it's hard to imagine i mean i'm not a parent but it's uh you know but but i can uh, i can try oh, to... I mean
4: you make your kids lunch yeah. you put them on the bus or you say goodbye you know do good in school i'll see you tonight you know we'll yeah. go to soccer will this will that and you know it's all yeah. taken away
3: yeah, absolutely. It's it's terrible. You're not supposed to bury your kids, and uh, yeah, hey, that
4: was an interesting song that you played on the opening.
3: Oh, did you like that? That yeah, Russian army notable. Uh, that is uh, parody project. Is uh, is who that is? Uh, I find those on YouTube. Uh, that was uh, the lyrics were written by uh, Don Karen and Marcus Bales. Um, that is originally from. I forget what that's originally from. It's from a musical. What is that from? Maybe. Do you know Ron? <laughs> I forget what that's from originally, but anyway. Oh. The. Uh, no, I thought it said there.
4: Oh, it's from. Yeah, in s- any event, it, it was. You know, it was pretty cool. It's like, wow, what is story being told?
3: I found it. Uh, the original is, "I am the very model of a modern major general," um, and. Uh, yeah, it's a song from Gilbert and Sullivan's 1879 comic opera, The Pirates of Penzance. I'm not a big musicals guy, so I couldn't remember offhand what that's from, but that—that's what that's from originally. And obviously, these guys right. up- updated the lyrics uh, to uh, to make fun of the uh, Russian military, which we enjoy doing because we take great pleasure in watching them fail when they fail, which is a lot.
4: Right? Yeah. And yesterday's newspaper actually was—you know—it's kind of like don't mean doesn't mean a lot, but it does. They guess. They collect some of the Russian uh, armory, armament tanks and whatever, and uh, they had them on display somewhere yesterday. Some little kid was taking, looking into the barrel of a tank that it's destroyed. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's quite remarkable how well, you know, I mean, with a lot of help in terms of armaments, but the Ukrainian military just keeps fighting them off.
4: Yeah. I saw all that stuff when I was in Iraq. They had a graveyard, a junkyard, but it was a graveyard, junkyard oh. of every type of military tank and plane and everything.
5: Oh, I bet. And I was like, wow.
4: And and I'd see the holes in it, and I'd say, holy cow.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when we uh, when we invaded uh, Afghanistan, uh, they say that they, they saw a lot of, you know, because the Russians were bogged down there before we were. For 20 years, and uh, he, you know, they, the first thing that uh, our guys uh, saw when they got there was a lot of uh, a lot of old Russian uh, hardware, uh, military hardware that had been left there from when they from when they. What else left.
4: I saw on the newspaper today? And then I'll hang up so the next guy can get in. Yeah, what's a um, Iraqi? Uh, I don't know if he was a citizen. I think he was under a student green card or something like that. But he came in in 2020, and um, I, he was up you know he was up to no good. Uh, he had plotted with uh, some undercover agents that you know he didn't realize or know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was there was an attempt that was going to be made on President Bush's life. Yep, and uh, he just got brought to trial for that and stuff. So was, that wasn't the news today.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently uh, that was um, those agents who were interacting with him undercover uh, had been doing so for years. Um, so this guy who was planning uh, the assassination attempt on uh, former President Bush had been had been at this for a long time.
4: That's pretty scary stuff.
3: It is. It is. You know, thank God law enforcement I mean, if they could bring
4: to. down a building, you know, they could probably get away with the assassination. Just unfortunately, they s- communicated with the wrong people. I mean, unfortunate for him, fortunate right. for us.
3: <laughs> right, know. right, right. No, we know we know what you meant. But it is good to clarify that, Ron, because you don't want the Secret Service knocking on your door.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they haven't knocked on my door or already, they, then they probably or, never will. Or, or, or see all the stuff I look up on YouTube. Yeah.
3: Or the FBI or the CIA or anybody else. Yeah. So it's good to good yeah. to clarify that. All right, Matt. Could be any voice. I'm gonna listen to your show, buddy. All right, Ron, thank you for the call, my friend. Bye bye, take all right. it. All right, bye bye. <laughs> All right, that was our friend Ron, and that does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Uh, I've also, I've got Skype open for Jenny. Uh, Jenny, you know, we, we are going to discuss uh, uh, guns and uh, gun policy uh, today. Uh, so, uh, you know, she, she might, uh, she knows, you know, she's very knowledgeable on that, of course, so she might, uh, she might chime in at some point, but we have... Uh, Oh, this is EZG on the line. Hi, Eric.
6: Hey, uh, I, I spoke with Pete
7: yesterday, so if you're looking for something to get your mind off things, the, uh, you know, one of everybody's favorite bands is coming to town. That's this Friday, 9 o'clock, $10 cover, Donaher at Shaskeen again. It's one of his favorite places you like to hang out, so if you're looking for something to you know, change your mind about all this bad news yesterday, I think you'll do a great job.
3: Donaher, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, I know with, you're uh, a
7: fan of Donaher. you ever seen Donaher live, Matt?
3: I haven't seen them live, but yes, I am a fan of course. I saw one time with
7: Peter White. Unfortunately, there was a lot of opening acts. It wasn't Donaher's Fall, but they didn't come on until like 1130. 30. I was telling Peter, boy, am I getting tired. So I said, like, "Through songs. I said, I'm out of here.
3: Yeah, uh, Donaher, of it's course. It's not you know,
7: Donaher's Fall, but they had like three opening acts, and, you know, and, you know they want to put on a good performance for everybody, but I was tired.
3: Yes, Donaher, featuring of course uh, the great Nick LaValle, uh, Tristan Oman. Right, and he has an and,
7: opening act, but I don't remember the name. But there is an opening yeah. act, though. So. Yeah. If you are well, going to if, that uh, place, you know, you know, just, just, uh, yeah, plan ahead because you're going to be there a while.
3: <laughs> well, it's I good.
7: is too old to be up till midnight? Support. You,
3: know? you got to support, uh, you know, local music. It's important.
7: Right. But anyways, the uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that lady, uh, Mario Co- uh, Cole? She does the uh, she gets in there and helps you declutter, declutter your your apartment or your room or your house.
3: I'm not familiar.
7: Yeah, and and, uh, and I wrote a book. About, I wrote a book, right? I read a book about her years ago. And she says when you when you I don't do everything she says, but one thing I do it for years now is when you when you enter your facility, like your building or I'm sorry, your room or your apartment, you say hello apartment. You greet your you greet your your uh, your room or your apartment. I have to tell it you, it sounds uh, very freaky, but I've been doing it for years.
3: Yeah, uh, Eric, I have to tell you, uh, to me that sounds insane.
7: Yeah, but is this a way of greeting greeting your greeting your your uh, okay your, where you live? Now, if here's, you read the book, you would well, understand.
3: All right, I have a very important follow up question, though, and you have read the book, so you could explain it. But you look pretty you well, do that. though.
7: Anyways, you're, you're like I have a question. The, the words you like to use in Manila, yeah. where you don't have a lot of stuff.
3: I have a very important question. When you come right. home and you greet your apartment, this is important, and I want you to don't, don't don't answer right away. Think about it, because I want right. you to be honest. When you walk in your apartment and you greet your apartment, does your apartment answer you? No, never. Thank God. Well, because... my, friend,
7: my good friend of mine, Katie, another Katie, I know so many Katies, she read this book years ago, oh. too, but she always forgets to do that you don't have to do it, by the way. This oh, is just suggestion. But
3: so it's not
6: compulsory. There a lot
7: of YouTube videos out there too, and, and of course, it, and then other people have, have have watched her videos or read their books. And of course, this lady here had a, had a rebuttal to Mario's uh, information, which was kind of funny.
5: Now, but these
7: people, it's not really funny though. They're hoarders, and this guy, oh. this lady, had so much stuff. Okay, yeah. And her father always told her, "Don't play with it because it's going to be worth a ton of money later on." So she had tons and tons of these boxes. Yeah. So, make a long story short. she donated a lot. And she figured, hey, these people can use it. And guess what? It wasn't really worth anything.
3: Um, now, I have another important follow-up question, uh, Eric. And again, okay. uh, uh, please don't uh, don't answer right away. Think about it, and because I, I want you to uh, give us an honest answer. Uh, do you say right. do you say goodbye to your apartment when you leave?
7: Uh, she, she oh she did talk about doing that, but yeah. I, I did not.
3: Well, uh, maybe in the
7: apartment, By the way, a rumor.
3: Maybe, maybe you should though. Maybe you should. I mean, if you're going did, to, if, if you're, you're going said, there, said you, say you hello, need to,
7: you need to do, uh, say goodbye to your stuff when you give it away. But I, I, I didn't do that.
3: Yeah. Uh, the, only thing
7: I, the only thing I do is try is try to. Uh, you do the same thing. A minimal, I guess. I'm I'm butchering the word on. Real bad with the English language sometimes, but you, you do the same thing I do though. You don't have a lot of stuff.
3: I'm something of a minimalist.
7: Right, and that means someone doesn't have a lot of stuff.
3: It's yeah uh it's like uh Tyler Durden the Tyler Durden character in Fight Club uh says uh, the, the the things you own begin to own you.
7: Right. And I and I'm living in this new fabulous place now. I don't I hardly have any stuff and it's great. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't have all that these coverage spaces. And I don't to everything else that people say oh look at this guy's got all this stuff. I can just hide it all in the closet. I can hide it all in the in the uh in the uh coverage. In the what? Oh, I got so many, so many storage facilities. I got two, uh, two big closets, and I have so many cupboards. I can just put everything in there. And oh, cupboards! Needs to, needs to see all my stuff.
3: I thought you said coverage. I was confused.
7: I mean, when I was living in all those other places, I never had any, any place to store anything.
3: Mm-hmm. But now Plus you I gave away
7: half my Dude. room in February, anyways, And I gave it to, to charity, and I threw it in the, in the garbage.
3: Oh my so god! A lot of it stuff
7: was just junk.
3: Uh huh. Well, you know, one man's uh, junk is another man's treasure.
7: Right, but I never had a problem getting rid of stuff. Like I know you told me on the radio a while back, you said, No, I've always had no opportunity. I've never had a problem because some people have a problem getting rid of stuff.
3: I have a friend who uh and I won't say who, but it's someone many right. of you know, who um when I would go to his home when he was living with his dad in uh in Bosque, when I would uh when I would go there, this was a long, long time ago, um, I... his father had stacks and stacks of newspapers just all throughout yeah, that's the, really that's the really really movement. bad yeah just uh, definitely a hoarder just, but but didn't hoard anything else that I know of just stacks of newspapers and it could be anything right. you know just well, that, just that some can
7: attract that can attract some crawling creatures and that's penny not that's
3: and 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 no no apparent reason but you know it's it's something that uh some people struggle with uh, psychologically.
7: Right. I know a, a, a good friend of mine, he, he, his aunt, her, her, yeah. the aunt died, and she had two huge houses, okay? And all she did was store stuff in it. hmm And it was just, it was it was awful.
5: Yeah.
7: It took him years to clean up that place. Years? Actually, it didn't take him years, but he called it one of those places where, you know, they, they pay somebody to come in there and clean it all up. Yeah, yeah. But well, a lot of that stuff ended up in his, his old house, but then when he sold the house, he had to get rid of it.
5: Mm-hmm. And
7: he sold all his TV. He had he had TV. uh, You know the TV magazines he used to buy for a quarter at the store. Yeah, he had a ton of those. He had a ton of baseball cards still, and he he just uh, donated it. Or you yeah. sold it all. Yeah, he sold it all on eBay. Everyone well, was gonna, I was gonna,
3: I, I was, I was gonna say, you, you, when it comes to throwing things out, you do want to be a little bit careful because some things might be right, genuinely valuable. Right, but stuff I was
7: throwing out was worth anything. It was yeah. just like forty years of Super Bowl cups and nobody's to oh, lost plastic Super Bowl see, cup from nineteen eighty.
3: Yeah, you've mentioned that before, Eric. I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to tell you, but dude, those probably were worth something.
7: <laughs> but the plastic cups.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody would. I mean, yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know what the market is for those exactly. But you probably could have gotten some money from for those yeah. on eBay. The, because that's the yeah. kind of thing know, people I've never collect. Been,
7: I've, been, like, I've never been that kind of guy just to sell stuff on eBay. Yeah. I've never, never sold that, anything on eBay. Have you, Matt?
3: You're not that kind of guy. Yes. I,
7: I do, have you sold anything on eBay?
3: I've sold many things uh, on eBay. That's uh, one of the things really? I do. It. Well, I. I have an entire e-commerce business. That's one of the things that I do. Yes.
7: Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, you do like a hundred different things, so it's hard to keep up with what uh, what are you doing and what you're not doing.
3: Well, that's uh, you you're give me too much credit. I do. I I only do uh 97 uh, different things.
7: Right, and mm-hmm. weren't you in like 400 different bands too?
3: Uh, I was in 384 uh, different bands. All
7: right.
3: Yeah. Don't exaggerate. Please. I
7: saw her a while back. Like I said, so I know they're uh, quite um quite a fan base over here. So uh, who knows? Maybe the. Uh, you know who knows who will show up, but I think it's a good distraction for people because I know I, I kind of lost it on, on the radio yesterday. But it is, it is Matt Connor at least. But the, today's in the day, and you know I feel really bad for what happened. But I'm trying to uh, trying to think about other things.
3: Uh, I forgot one. I was actually in uh, 385 bands. I just remembered one. I forgot.
7: right, yeah, because Peter was talking about me uh, crying again on the radio.
3: Well, yes, uh, you did get emotional, but uh, I liked it. To... Nobody,
7: nobody, and I I, t- well, I a Facebook message rock. Uh, Katie, I don't know if she's listening, but she might be. And I said, it? Shame on you for making me cry yesterday." Uh-huh. If you liked it, well, it's,
3: it's it's a we we like to think it's a safe. space. And I was over
7: I was over too.
3: Right, you were. The first time I
7: got home, I took like a two hour nap. I got up for like an hour and I went back to bed. And I got up again at midnight. And said now I'm going back to bed. And I got I did get probably a six hours sleep, which is still not enough.
3: Right. Well, when you're tired, you get I was tired, still tired when I came emotional. back. I was
7: just, you know, as you well know, I was overtired. tired.
3: Yes, yes, you were.
7: But still getting up at 3 a.m. Is, is still awful.
3: Yeah, uh, don't get up at 3 a.m.
7: I know sometimes you may be up at 3 a.m., but right. getting up at 3 a.m. is not a good idea.
3: Yeah, no. You should get, uh, get at least a few hours sleep. Yeah.
7: Right. Well, I'm going to let you go on this rattling on, so <laughs> all <hope> right <laughs> to the rest of the show. All Bye-bye.
3: right, Eric. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, that was our friend EZG. And, uh, oh, I forgot this isn't working. There we go. should
2: have known by now. Easy dog.
3: That's right. Oh, Tom, you were wrong. Tom says in the uh, chat room, I feel some WWE information coming. Nope. Nope. Uh, although I'm, I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. There is something weird going on there. Apparently, uh, Stephanie McMahon has taken a leave of absence uh, from the company. But we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, That opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. I do want to say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat, and then we are going to get into some stuff. And uh, like I said, I have some things I want to uh, go over regarding, um, regarding, uh, like I said, uh, gun policy. In the country. Uh, Mike Palapita joins us in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Mike, of course, from Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. Another one of our great sponsors here at WMNH. EZG is also in the chat room and says, happy Prince Spaghetti Day. Feeling a lot better since I got some sleep, but still up at 3 a.m. Yes. Uh, Miriam Banish joins us in the chat and says, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Miriam. Uh, Easy's in there talking about the spring cleaning. Uh, Jenny is in the chat room and says, shalom peeps. Uh, Eric Pilcher mentioned he was checking in while he's on WPYP TV, which is John Hopwood's uh, television program. John will be uh, stopping in later, I believe. Rocky Huber says, what's up, guys? Hello, Rocky. Um, Tom Blanchard says, wow, I wrapped a foil around the radio antenna and it actually worked really well. Uh, Excellent. (laughs) Younger people are like, what, huh? Um, Crystal, uh, our friend from the great state of Illinois posted this in the chat room. Um, better access to mental health services needs to start being added to these conversations. They said on the news, this shooter was picked on quote unquote in school and was a loner. Zero tolerance for bullying policies have been in schools for at least a decade. How often do we still hear parents of bullied children complaining? uh on being ignored or blown off by school officials maybe some accountability needs to happen in the schools too why was bullying allowed to continue what was done to try to stop it was it reported to the school officials we need to start looking at how these bullying cases were handled at the time and do better at stopping it accountability for school officials who ignore it uh or look the other way it's tricky uh though crystal um I feel when it comes to to the subject of bullying, because you can't stop all of it, and I don't want that to sound like I'm being dismissive uh, about the problem. I am not. That is not my intention, or that I'm I'm sort of downplaying it. But um, but you can't possibly stop all of it. I mean, you can have policies in place to deal with bullying, but unless someone is going to be watching. You know, unless you're going to have someone from the school, a teacher, some other type of school official, or some sort of school police roaming the halls at all times, you cannot possibly stop bullying completely. Um, and uh, you know, I, I do think obviously it can have a, a terrible effect on uh, on kids. So it, it's something to take seriously. Um, also, too, I think I think some people, I think part part of the challenge of uh, dealing with bullying specifically is I don't know that there's necessarily a broad consensus on what actually constitutes bullying. When you say bullying, I think different people have different ideas of what it is. Some people might think of bullying as, you know, any kind of a physical act that you do to somebody, whether it's assaulting a, a student in some way or you know stuffing them into a locker if a student can actually I've never I never saw it done when I was in school I don't know if most students can actually fit inside a locker but uh, you know um, is it physical or is calling someone names is that considered bullying and I think that's part of the challenge of dealing with bullying is defining it Uh, EZG is calling back hello sir
7: Hey, yeah yeah I was bullied a lot in high school unfortunately I can repeat the high school again, but, and, uh, and, uh, I'm, yeah, I,
5: was,
7: I didn't go out there, you know, and decide to, uh, you know, do what happened yesterday. And I can, re- obviously, and I to repeat the guy's name because I knew you do the same policy on your show. You know, give him any credit for what he did. Right. But I was bullied all the time, but I didn't go out there and do what he did. Right. Well, I didn't like being bullied, by the way. My sister was never bullied, but I was all the time.
3: Yeah. Well, different, uh, you know, everyone's different. So everyone's going to react and respond to it differently. And, uh, I
7: didn't like it, by the way. I hated it.
3: Well, of course, yeah. Did you ever fight back?
7: I did get in a fight one time with this kid, and we got in school suspension. But well, it was just a pushing fight. But somebody told on us, and yeah, we get in school suspension. Man, was that boring? Stay in this room all day, you know? <laughs> right. It was my fault, though. I should have been pushing the guy.
3: Well, if you were defending, it was like a
7: friend of mine though. When, you know they say about friends uh, that. We, we, we get in a fight with a friend, right? They say, well, they say? Uh, friends like that, who needs enemies? Or something like that. I don't know.
3: Well, were you defending some yourself?
7: Somehow I survived my high school days, but it wasn't easy at all, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Were you defending yourself, though, in that case?
7: Uh, like, it was just pushing, you know, and somebody oh. told on us, and we get suspended, in school suspension for a day. It's like, oh.
3: Yeah. Well, I hey, hope let's you get the
7: fighting, you know, go get the principal.
3: I hope you learned from it. You I get in fights
7: all the time, obviously. It was only one time I did this, but. Kids, kids were rough back then. You know, we're talking, you know, back in the '80s. You know, kids were, kids were rough. They were, you know, calling each other names and, you know, they, they threatened you and stuff. And it wasn't any fun, to be honest with you.
3: Well, I'm sure it goes on now too. I'm sure now is no different.
7: Uh, now it's cyberbullying. It's even worse.
3: Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there are more opportunities now to bully people. That, that's why I say, you know, you can never. Uh, I've
7: heard a little bit of the story. I try not to follow it too much because it is a hor- horrible story. But. Apparently he threatens to kill the people on the uh, online.
0: Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels
3: Yeah, I just saw that pop up a little bit ago before the show, actually, that uh, there was... It seems um,
7: like they, I hear this all the time. You know, if they, I guess what certain somebody doesn't see it, or oh, what they do, they don't tell anybody. It gets, I mean, it seems like every time there's a, there's a bad incident like that, it, it's, it's told ahead of time what they're going to do.
3: Right. Well, sometimes... you get people saying, some, you know, oh, oh, how
7: can we you need, you get stopped then? Because, you know, we, somebody knew about it. But you know, you know if yeah. somebody didn't step up to the plate and tell anybody and say, "Hey, this guy on, online friend to kill everybody," I don't know. Right? It's, it's. it's I don't know. It's, I don't. I don't have any answers. I
4: I
3: think it's more often the case that there there is no, uh, there is not uh, necessarily any big uh, clue, but it, but in this case apparently there was. But you know, then it's a matter of catching it in time and. Uh, I think uh, Jenny right. Jenny is on the Skype. Hi, Jenny.
7: All right, I'll let you go. Hi. I'll listen to Jenny.
3: All right, Easy G. Thank you, uh, thank you for the call. and.
2: Boy, uh, oh,
8: you should have known
2: by now. Easy dope. Hello.
8: Hello. Are you hearing me through the right microphone?
3: Uh, no, I don't think so it, it, because you sound very um, – it sounds like it's going through the computer mic again.
8: I seem to always get that one wrong, don't I?
3: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I you know can hear you well enough. You're coming through clear. It just doesn't sound uh, quite uh, quite as good as it does with the with the mic. But but it's uh, doable.
8: Whoops. Um. I. Uh, yeah. I, well, I wanted to call in because there was so much information coming out. I didn't want to go too far down the, the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. if you will. Um. For one thing, I watched an interview with. This person's uh, grandfather, where he apparently lived with his grandfather and grandmother. Um, So, and this kid apparently has got quite a a history. Um, So there's a million places here we can see that the ball got dropped on mental health. But um, a lot of what I was hearing and, and learning is that he's 18 years old, but he was still in sophomore classes. And he rarely went to school. He changed his dress to all black. Um, grandfather really couldn't answer a lot of good questions the reporter has. I don't think anybody was fully involved in this person's life. And obviously, I mean, if you're 18 and you're still taking sophomore classes and you're not showing up, where's the the follow up, the truancy on that? Where's the the looking to on that? And um, to Easy made a comment about he had said something online. My understanding is that he posted 15 minutes before he went into the elementary school that he was going into the elementary school. Mm -hmm. The firearms themselves, they were legal firearms. He bought them after his 18th birthday. He bought two long guns after his 18th birthday, which was legal for him to buy. I do not know where this handgun came from. Um, They have not said anything about that. Yeah, this this is horrifying. Like I, I personally and I said something to you earlier today, I'm really having trouble processing how the first responders had to 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 go into that school and look at a room full of children Mm. and try to see if anybody was alive. Like I just my mind is just broken with that imagery. The problem that I see here is I can't point to a single solitary gun law I could change. That would have prevented this Mm -hmm. this is somebody who obviously had mental health issues that were not addressed and gave off a zillion alarms that were not addressed in some way and i really go back to the conversation we were having earlier in that in this country in most places in the world unfortunately we don't treat mental health as the health issue that it is just as important as your heart and cardiology, just as important in, as pulmonology for your lungs, it shouldn't be any different. It should be that mental health is built right into the healthcare system and everybody has access and everybody can have a therapist if they want one. It should be no different mm-hmm. than getting sent to a dermatologist if you have a dermat a skin need. Mm-hmm. But we treat it so differently and we allow insurance companies to get away with treating it so differently. I, I heard the um, the governor talking earlier in Texas. And in that area, there isn't a single solitary mental health facility, not one physical mental health facility. This should be, it should be built into the hospital. Yeah. It should be built into the entire system. Yeah. That, that to me is the one thing that we can definitively look at and hold on to and say, if we change this, we could prevent things like this in the future.
3: Yeah, some. I mean, yeah, obviously, you're never going to prevent every instance, but uh, I think right. it, I think it would be a great start. Absolutely.
8: But you can't legislate morality. There isn't a solitary law that I could pass in the world that's going to stop a murderer bent on murder.
3: Yeah, I've never, I've never liked that argument. I I understand the point you're making when you say it, but I I've never liked that argument personally because by by that logic, then we might as well just not have any laws. You know what I mean? That's
8: not no no. I don't. You're wrong. I've never.
3: Wrong. I've that's why you've never heard me say that the the legislate morality. You legislate.
8: Thing. You legislate yeah. against the crime. Sure. But I can't legislate a criminal to not be a criminal. If this person wants to break in and do something, they're gonna try. Whether they succeed or not, or they get caught, that's after the fact. But there's nothing you can do legislatively that's going to change someone who wants to do something bad. I can put all the laws Uh. that I want in the world on a car and know it's not gonna stop somebody from driving it erratically in the wrong direction and taking out a family. Yeah. So, no, I just I you may disagree with that, but as a as stick a to
3: it. as a broader, I, I think in I think in some ways that works. But as a broader concept, I I, I don't agree because because, again, if you if you follow that down the ra- rabbit hole logically, then it's it's kind of a libertarian utopia where we just might as well not have any laws at all because you can't you real what can you possibly legislate? Everything might as well just be legal if, if nothing being illegal that's, is a deterrent.
8: <laughs> oh, know. what a what a bunch of malaki you dispute out there. I'm just
3: telling you why I don't like that particular argument, that's all. I've never I've never gone with the can't legislate morality argument. I just don't think it holds up. There
8: is there's no way that you can stop somebody who wants to hurt somebody else from stopping them from hurting that individual legislatively. Uh, We can have the laws in place to prosecute, we can have the laws in place to sue or to, to recover damages, but there's nothing that one person can do to stop another person from committing harm that wants to commit harm.
3: Um I'm sure there's a, I, I think there's a, I, I suspect, I mean, I'm not someone who goes around thinking about harming people, but I, I, I suspect there's quite a few instances where people maybe are tempted to do something and, you know, whether it's going and punching somebody they're mad at in the face. Actually, I, I mean, I've been in situations in bars back when I used to play in bands where I had somebody say to me once, I was a promoter at a show and this guy didn't feel like he'd gotten paid enough and, and he wanted to fight me. And then he ended up saying, well, it's not. I guess it's not worth going to jail over. So he walked away because he didn't want to assault me and go to jail. I mean, I, I, I again, I'm just All right. saying. Well, if I, I'm, I follow just...
8: your logic, then why did this happen in Texas when they have the death penalty for murder?
3: Oh, I oppose the death penalty. I, I, and I don't think but it's that's a deterrent. Not my
8: pl- ah, 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 ah. Sticking to your your commentary, why isn't the threat of the death penalty enough to stop murder in Texas?
3: Because someone who's contemplating committing a murder isn't going to stop and think, hmm, am I going to get executed for this or am I just going to get life in prison? Because if I'm And gonna...
8: right there, you just proved my point.
3: No, because not everything... <laughs> Look, I could go down to Bunny's and, and steal a candy bar, but I'm not going to because if I do that and I get caught uh i'm gonna end up in jail
8: that's not what i said i said somebody bent on doing harm is going to do it no matter what the law is yeah i i think i think
3: some people would do a lot more harm if there were no legal consequences
8: i didn't say not to have legal consequences where did i say take away the legal consequences what i said is i can't enact a new law of any kind that's gonna stop this that's going to stop oh, I, somebody bent on doing. This. I wasn't.
3: I wasn't arguing that. All I. All I was arguing was I've never liked the you can't legislate morality. I. I, I don't think. I just don't think it's a. It's a strong argument. It, it, it's that's too. That's the only it's law that I have
8: left. But that's all I have left to legislate. If I've already legislated to you know background or whatever, I've got all of that covered. Like, the, the, here's an, I, This. There's nothing that we had in paper in place to red flag this kid.
3: Yeah, I, I you might I, you might be misunderstanding what I'm arguing with. I'm I'm not arguing about the gun laws. I'm I'm just I'm just all all I meant was I was just telling you why I don't like I think the you can't legislate morality argument is too broad. That's all. That's 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 all I think that's, all, that that's I
8: all you have left to legislate and it mm. still won't work.
3: Yeah, So I think we not, are
8: approaching it from a, a couple of different angles there, yeah. We
3: we largely agree. I just wouldn't argue it the way you would. I'd, <laughs> that's all.
8: It, when you watch the interview with this guy's grandfather, I mean, there's obviously some serious disconnects going on there. And obviously this kid's been brought up it, it, with, with some troubling things going on in his life. Mm-hmm the fact that he was still in sophomore classes tells us a lot the fact that he changed his style of dress you know he was he was broadcasting changes in himself that nobody seemed to pick up on and i really like to know where's the truancy on this school i see the truancy offices here out in manchester i and I, I i would like to think that a kid who suddenly is not showing up for school or only shows up once in a few months or whatever that there would be truancy looking in and finding out what's going on
3: i think um yeah i think in a lot of i mean i don't know the situation in uvalde texas but i i uh my impression is that uh many school systems throughout the country just don't have enough resources uh don't have enough uh, of a budget you know to hire the people to to be truancy officers and to keep track of of these kids and that's that's why a lot of a lot of people fall through the cracks
8: the same excuse we have for mental health there's not enough money there's not enough people we can't do this and 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 the thing is it needs to stop being said that way it has to be we have to do this we have to do this
0: Mm -hmm.
8: yeah this that's the one defining thing that we can point at to all of these crazy situations and these horrible senseless murders we've seen is a lack of mental health care in this country For the longest time, it was swept under the rug and you would send your relative off to a building where they'd probably be tortured, but nobody would hear from him and nobody would know they existed. That's what we're coming from. And we're barely out of the dark ages in mental health care when you consider the fact that how inaccessible it is.
3: Uh, Scott Robinson uh, brought up an interesting point. He says, is there truancy when the individual is 18 years old? That's a great point because legally, and again, I don't know what the situation is in Uvalde, Texas, but uh, there may be uh, some limits in terms of what you can do from a truancy standpoint when someone's not actually a minor. He, just,
8: he only turned 18 years old about a week ago. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm going to have to call out that one. He bought the firearms right after his 18th birthday, Yeah, the two long guns which he could legally purchase. Yeah. Of course he wasn't legally supposed to bring them home. That was a violation of law because grandpa has a history and is not allowed to be where there are firearms. Anybody know anything about the parents? Nothing I've seen about the parents, but the grandfather was obviously like uh, the information I'm giving is what what he gave in the interview. It's he was very forthcoming. Um and it was very disheartening to see just how uninvolved there was. There was at home with this this guy. There was just no involvement. Grandpa yeah. really didn't know a whole heck of a lot. He only talked to him. It seemed like when he took him to work, yeah. and that was to go to work with him or something. It, it 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 it's everything in the world going wrong with this person. No, obviously there's trouble. Something happened with mom and dad. If he's living with Grammy and Grandpa. Whether they died, whether they're incarcerated, whether they well, that's what I'd like to know. Them, we don't know.
3: Um, I, yeah, that's what I, I'd be uh, curious to know. Uh, well, we
8: know he's been, but he was. We know he was living with grandma and grandpa, and he killed grandma yeah. before he went to the elementary school.
3: Yeah. Uh, Crystal in the chat says uh, exactly, Jenny. That's a problem in Chicago. They have strict gun laws. There is still thirty to sixty shootings on any weekend. Despite that, people obtain them illegally through black market or smuggle them in, or steal them from legal gun owners or retailers. Um, Tony Petrello says it's less mental health and more irresponsible parenting and less punishing your kids. Um, I tend to leave that alone as far because I'm not a parent myself, so I don't know what it's like to have to do that. I've never had children to punish, uh, thankfully. Uh, Tom Blanchard says, you're right, Jenny, if someone wants to kill, then he will find a way, even if he doesn't have a gun, you can kill someone oh, yeah. with anything. Well, true, but you can kill someone a lot quicker with a gun than you can with a, say, a knife. Not necessarily.
8: Or a... no. Well, oh, 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 that's absolutely not true. I could totally wipe you out with a knife in the same amount of time. But the, I, no, I mean, I did in I the did same amount the of storm? time.
3: In the yeah. same amount of time, multiple people you at a you distance. A,
8: you, to kill you with a gun, or to kill you, you, you said, you said somebody would, one individual, yes. With a knife, actually, they can do a lot of damage. Look at the London case. It was a knife that the terrorists used on the bridge. He did kill sure. people, he did hurt people, and he was killed. But anybody bent on on killing somebody is going to use whatever the heck they want to. There was a story years ago about a kid in Florida who tried to kill his father with a Christmas tree stand. He was beating him with, to death with it. People will use whatever they want if that's what they're if they really want to hurt somebody. They're
3: going to do it. I genuinely don't know if Rocky's kidding or not. Um, he, he does have a dark sense of humor at times. So, so I don't know if this is a joke or not. Rocky put in the chat room, the parents got into a heated argument when they shut off the shooter's Wi-Fi. So he moved in with his grandparents. That can't be true. Because, I
8: think that's Rocky being a wise guy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'd be curious. He's not
8: kidding. Oh, he, he says, says he's, he's not kidding. He's not
3: kidding. Interesting.
8: So You they, know, that would kind of fit with the attitude the grandfather had, which was, I mean, it was sad, but it was just very not involved. Mm.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I Like I said, I'd be curious to know how he ended up with the grandparents. I mean.
8: No, Mike Palapita just said that it was true, too. Yeah. So he got in, a, it's very possible, got in a fight with mom and dad and just went to Grammy and grandpa's because they'll give him what he wants.
3: Uh Dirk is calling. Hi, Dirk.
9: Hi. Um to add on to uh what Rocky was, was pointing out here, um you'd be you would be extremely surprised by by what um, um someone will, will do to their, their parents. Um, <clears throat> where um, I, I covered Acer Thorne um through different interviews uh and videos and uh he's his real name is, is David Stebbins, but he go, But a lot of us will call him David Stabbins, And the, the reason being that um, he attacked his own father with a knife because the internet service was too slow. Wow. Jeez. So it, it's, it's really one of those things where it's like, you know, you, you first hear it, it's like, are you, you screw with me. But no, it, it's wow. a legitimate thing.
8: And,
9: That's and so what yeah it's, saying. It's, it's it's not like Acer Thorne needed a a gun or anything against his dad. Yeah, he was going to use whatever he wanted to.
3: Now did he um so he attacked you say he attacked his dad with a knife? Did he did he successfully stab his father?
9: Um he he successfully um <clears throat> cut his father's face with a knife oh. and then uh tried suing his father saying that his father um, hurt himself with the knife to make it look like Easter Thorn did it
8: oh wow Jeez, wow but, but wait a minute see Matt this is what I was I wasn't trying to be flippant. the case with the kid I referred to he he almost killed his father with the Christmas tree stand he beat his father in the face and head so badly he damn near killed him
3: yeah Wow well that's uh yeah. Family dynamics can be uh, complicated, I guess. Jesus. Well. <laughs> all right. Don't have any. It's
8: easier. <laughs> What's that? Don't have any. It's easier.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: Jeez.
3: Oh, boy. All right. Well, any, anything to add about uh, Acer Thorn? He, he sounds more and more fascinating uh, every time you speak about him, Dirk.
9: <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, by, by God, you have no idea. Um, I, uh, I, I am very convinced that he is also a, a pedophile. So,
5: hmm. <laughs> well, I,
9: I have, I have like actual visual evidence of, of things that he posted to, uh, that, that brought me to that conclusion. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just waiting to see what comes out from the courts.
3: Wow. All right. Well, he sounds like, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad he's not someone I, uh, uh, he's not someone I know, uh, and, uh, is he?
5: <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Just want, just
3: want to make sure that he's not someone in, in my life that I don't know has this uh, secret identity. That would be horrifying. All right, good. Well, that's a relief. I was scared there for a second. You Did
9: you have get some to sort admit. of like frivolous lawsuit?
3: What's that? Did you get you some sort of admit, frivolous Dirk? lawsuit? Say that one more time, Dirk. I'm sorry.
9: Did you happen to get some sort of frivolous oh, lawsuit?
3: Oh, no. Thank, thankfully, no. Uh, go ahead, Jenny. What were yeah. you saying?
8: No, I was just making a comment. Dirk finds the most interesting, bizarre people.
3: <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does.
8: You have to watch his channel, guys. Uh, he comes. He, some of these people, if you didn't think they existed, mm.
3: That's right. Oh, it's...
9: <laughs> I don't even have to search for them. I just I just stumble upon them. I've got my, my different websites that I go to, and you now you you and you usually will find something pretty quickly. Yeah. But no, I, it's um no I, if if Acer Thorne suddenly had a had a gun, yeah, it, maybe it could have been worse. But no, he was more than happy to attack somebody, and you know he was willing to just use a knife instead.
3: I assume so, he. Uh, I assume he moved out after that.
9: Uh, I, I don't think he lives with anybody right now. If yeah. you saw the kind of place that he lived in, it, it's it's horrific, um, disgusting, <laughs> uh, with plenty of fire hazards in there.
3: Yeah, he sounds like someone who needs to be by himself, though. You know, he sounds like. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want him for a roommate.
9: Uh, no, no, he you waited, but somehow this person got a girlfriend and oh. managed to make a, a couple gaming with a girlfriend videos.
3: Oh, well, okay. Well, you know, there really is someone for everyone. No. Oh. No. Not, not really. <laughs> just because just oh. you've managed to
9: find somebody doesn't mean that there was somebody <laughs> for you.
3: Well, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us. Some of us
9: truly are destined to die alone. But,
3: anyways,
9: anyways, I'll get off the phone after that depressing note.
3: (laughs) All right, Dirk, thank you for the call, my friend. (laughs) All right, bye-bye. All right, that was uh, Dirk Don from the great state of Iowa. And, of course, he has a couple of uh, fantastic YouTube channels with a lot of great content, Arrogant Media, and more recently, Java Fog. And I suggest you subscribe to those on YouTube. You'll be glad that you did, and you can uh, get to know some of these uh, colorful characters that Dirk has found. So, very good. Very good. Uh,
8: Jenny, did you have anything you wanted to add? We are... uh, Uh, Just in closing on this thing, just we need to stop looking for the the easy out is to say, oh, we need some kind of a new gun law. And and that's not it. it. That's not it at all. But what we need to do is demand from everybody, our elected officials. When you talk to somebody who wants your vote before you say, I'll give you my vote, ask them where they are on this. We have serious issues here in New Hampshire at home in mental health. We have people in mental health crises that will sit in hospitals for a week. They get seen by somebody for 15 minutes and then they're sent along their way with a piece of paper with more resources to contact. We fail in this country when it comes to mental health. And we're going to continue to see senseless lives lost and utter massacres until we seriously address mental health no differently than we do heart disease or cancers.
3: hmm Yep, absolutely. All right, very good. Well, we are, uh, we're we're going to be hitting the top of the hour soon, so I'll let you go. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, that was uh, Jenny joining us via Skype. Uh, if you want to get in uh, with a quick call before we hit the top of the hour, 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. But uh, I do want to make sure we uh, – there's some great uh, Facebook comments. I just want to get to these two. Uh, before we go to break, uh, Miriam Banish says, I think the bullying policies don't do anything. All sides point fingers and we use the word, oh, and use the word bully. Then victims get blamed. Uh, kids should be taught conflict resolution skills. All kids should be taught social skills to help them uh, get along with each other. Yeah, I agree with that, Miriam. I think that's an excellent insight. Uh, Charles Richardson joins us in the Facebook live chat. Charles from the great state of Florida and, of course, host of The Charles Richardson Show. Uh, Dirk. Oh, I wish I had asked Dirk about this when he was on the phone. Um, uh, Dirk, uh, I, I, saw the comment and I forgot to ask him, but Dirk said in the chat room, bullying was one of the best things to happen to me. Well, it's like I said earlier, Dirk, you know, um, different people. I think I said this easy G when he called, he had been bullied and different people are going to react to it differently. You know, some people, and I've known other people, and it sounds like you might fall into this category, Dirk, who are bullied and it actually makes them tougher. Uh, over time because they learn how to stand up to bullies and you know and they learn how to fight back and whatnot um sadly though um i i suspect there's uh more more people who end up uh becoming psychologically scarred from it than than uh than become tougher because of it unfortunately but uh but i but i think i know i assume that's where you're coming from with that dirk uh, Miriam says I think we need to reframe the issue of bullying conflict resolution mental health care teaching kids how to help themselves in these situations empowering kids uh, schools uh, go by a legal definition of bullying yeah I mean it, it's uh, it's much more complicated I think Miriam than than people make it sound and I, I agree with what you're uh, with what you're saying. Uh, Mike Pelopita points out in the chat room, uh, the United States outstrips anywhere else in the world in terms of gun ownership, gun-related homicides, and public mass shootings. Oh, absolutely. As far as mass shootings, absolutely. It has 120 firearms per 100 people. In other words, so there's, you know, multiple firearms in a single home, obviously. Uh, more than twice as many per capita than war-torn Yemen, the next highest country on the list. Um Eric Pilcher says it's 62 degrees here in Cedar Rapids and because of the humidity my air conditioner is on. Wow.
0: Um. The just because deal.
1: Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
0: There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's.
2: The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Pricing and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.
3: Tom Blanchard says uh, there were two AR-15s. The law considers those long guns. Assault rifles should be classified differently. That's one of the things we get into, too, we admired. in when we talk about, for example, the assault weapons ban and what is an assault weapon. And uh, I get in over my head pretty quick with that stuff, to be honest with you, because uh, I just don't know uh, much about, you know, I'm not a gun guy. I don't know much about guns. Um, Dirk says in the chat, Uh, It's not so much bullying people to toughen them up. It's to put them in place in the grand scheme of society. People who think they're special are able to be very dangerous. (laughs) Well, that's true, too. I have known, uh, I've certainly run into a lot of people who are are sort of entitled, and they think that the rules uh, that apply to everyone else don't apply to them. And then when they realize that the rules that apply to everyone else do apply to them, they react by bullying people. And they they need to be, uh, the bullies need to be, put in their place. Um, Let's see. I just want to make sure we don't miss any of these. Uh, There's some great comments in here. Crystal says uh, troubled families is also part of the problem and adds to mental health issues. Absolutely. Um, Although, see, I like to be a little bit careful about that too because it's a very easy thing. It's a very easy talking point to just, you know, blame all the families. It's all the families not paying enough attention to their kids and whatnot. I'm sure there is a lot of that. But there are also situations, and, I, you know, I've known plenty of people who fall into this category, and I'm sure we all have, uh, or, or maybe uh, people who have been in this situation who um, are not able to pay as much attention to their families as they would like to and as they know they should for economic reasons. You know, uh, say you're, you're a single parent. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the other parent is, uh, nowhere to be found or seen. And so you're, you know, you're stuck with all that responsibility yourself without any help and you're working multiple jobs just to try to support yourself and your kid. And, um, so you're not there, you know, and, and someone might say, well, why aren't you there more for your kids? And it's like, well, you know, I'm doing my best here, but I got to work. I got to make money to support my children. So. You know so I'm, I'm sympathetic to that again as someone who ha- has never had children myself and never wanted to for all kinds of reasons that being one of them the uh just the economic pressures of it um so i think a lot of parents get you know i, I think there's a lot of parents who uh it's not that they want to neglect their kids uh necessarily it's or, or that they don't care but they're in an economic uh position. Where um they're just not able to be there as much as they would like to or should be. So the judging parents thing, I think you know we we have to be a little bit careful with that. Um, let's see. Tony Petrello says in the chat, now this is an interesting observation, uh referring to you know the the the, the guy, the shooter, he, he you know, Um, getting into an argument with his parents over the Wi-Fi. Tony says, this tells me that he is slash was, you know, because he's dead now, unstable. And the parents knew and were probably afraid of him. That's a great observation, Tony. You might be, uh, you might very well be correct. Crystal says in response to Tony, availability of mental health services which this community had none could have gotten treatment before he got to that point. And why send him to elderly people if you, as a parent are scared of your own kid? Well, again, it's all theory and conjecture. We don't really know. Um, but it's, uh, but it's a good, you know, it's a good theory. I mean, you know, I, I imagine if I had a, if I had a son uh, and he attacked me one day violently over Wi-Fi, I'd probably be a little nervous around him too. Um, I'm not justifying sending him off to be with the... great. Again, we don't know. We just don't know. We're we're all just kind of uh, conjecturing here. Miriam says, there is nothing wrong with teaching kids that their value as a human has nothing to do with what other people think of them. Great point. Uh, Tom Blanchard says, hey, I stuttered badly growing up and was laughed at all through school and I never felt the need to kill anyone. Well, of course, like I said, different people uh, r- respond differently, uh, Tom, of course, to that kind of uh, negative stimuli, bullying. Um, yeah, Miriam says, seriously, judging parents is not helpful. Um, all right, uh, what I want to do is, we are at the top of the hour, Let's we're actually a little bit past, let's take a break. Uh, I'm going to play this uh, song. This is, I think I might have played this once before, but I really like it. It's called Smoke uh, by uh, New Hampshire artist Old Moon. And we're going to give this a listen. We'll show some love to our amazing sponsors. And then we'll be back with our number two, Numero Dos. John Hopwood will be here with us. Uh, More Matt Connerton Unleashed coming up. And I'm sure we'll be uh, discussing this subject further with John. And um, don't go away. Plenty more to come. Two, numero dos of Matt Connerton unleashed and we are live. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Wednesday, May 25, 2022, and I am not alone. There he is, John Hopwood. Oh, uh, uh, yes. You're wearing a, uh, right. a face mask. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, uh, I think you're gonna have to. Uh, gonna, probably gonna have to take that off. I mean, we're both uh, 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 vaxed and boosted. Uh, and and I've got the window open. Oh. Yes, yes. Wow. what is that uh, now? What does that say on it? That uh, wonderful uh, face mask you've got there. It says under a. A black and white American
10: flag. That Gonzo is a disruptive force on Manchester Public Television.
3: I see. Well, I'll I'll ask you about that in a moment. I'm very you curious. Will. Yes. Oh, yes. I will. Of course. I need the. I need to know. Uh, I do want to remind you all, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot right across the street in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street. They've got those delicious gourmet pretzels. They have an assortment of craft beer. Uh, Wednesday night is Trivia Night at the Hopknot. I'm sorry, Wednesday night is in- Industry Night. I'm getting my nights mixed up. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Thursday night is Trivia Night, right. hosted by the great Bill Cini, who also does trivia on the morning show on Wednesdays. Yeah, but yeah. Thursdays, he's at the Hopknot. Uh, Friday night, uh, Charlie Chronopolis is going to be playing there. Chron- right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm saying that correctly. Chronop- Chronopolis, yes. Huh. Uh, performing live. Yeah, so the Hopknot. Don't forget too. We are under a month away from Juneteenth. Looking Ooh, forward yeah. to that. Oh, anyway. Yes, yes. What, what are you mumbling about over there? Uh, just normal uh, mumble. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not usually a mumbler. Usually, uh, usually express yourself quite loudly. In a fact, grumbler. Oh, grumbler. oh, you're grumbling. I see. Grumbling, uh, I see. Grumbling. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to enter the uh, discussion today, six oh three. 250 is the number, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603 603- Two five zero six zero zero seven. And speaking of Dulcet Tones, uh, so what happened today on your program, WPYP TV. right. John Hopwood. Oh uh, yeah.
10: Uh, yeah. 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 Uh can you uh can
3: you change the filter? Oh sorry, yes. I uh, I, I, would I like I, something a much
10: more masculine. I just, masculine and I
3: just uh, there's a bright filter. I just pushed the uh button for you so
10: we can understand you better. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, Gonzo shows up five minutes late and knocks open the door and nearly knocked the camera over into the television set that we're not supposed to look at when <laughs> we are broadcasting. Uh huh. And it went downhill from there. <laughs> so it went downhill from there. Oh yeah. Yeah. What yeah. what what uh, what happened? I think you have to watch it for yourself. Well,
3: very, oh, that's a good Be teaser.
10: IPMNation.com. That's
3: right, WPYP TV. Now, you also had uh, our friend Eric Pilcher call in today, correct? Or That's Skype right.
10: In? That he Skyped in, but he was easily defeated by the tomfoolery of uh, Mike Gonzo Gonzalez with an S because it's a Polish name. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Gonzo's right down in below us. And the plaza right in front of us, by the way. What is he doing? I'm not quite sure. Oh, is he uh, doing some working on some art? No, no, that's coming later this week. I did see oh. uh, the artwork that Bavazar left. Uh, yeah, right, right near our front door. Oh, yeah. I know what you're uh, referring oh, to. Oh yeah, I know
3: what you're referring to. Yes. All right. Well, we'll leave we'll leave that alone. That's a whole hmm. that's a whole to do i think the young people say that now they call it uh they call things a to do it's oh. a, it's a big to do that's just a phrase from the gay 90s oh know, oh like, is uh, it of, oh of two three is it
10: it's two centuries ago oh the 1790s yeah. or the 1890s two centuries ago oh
3: 1890 Ooh, uh, i'm 18 not good nine. at math uh, as you know uh, john yeah okay. uh 603250607 is the number 603250607 Why
10: is that cat looking at me What cat? That cat.
3: Um, It looks like Behemoth
10: from Bogakov's masterful novel, The Master and Margarita. You know, I've been saying the same thing. Yeah, Behemoth, Mm -hmm. the demon. Yes. A a demonic cat that plagued Moskva. Mm -hmm. I I just found out to pronounce Moskva, there's actually a little catch in it. Moskva. It's like, ugh. And Moskva? in fact, the people, the Russians say Moscow, because it's Moskva, because that's how it's spelled, Uh-oh. and it is a phonetic language. But they have a little catch, so it's Moskva. Moskva, but for people that are native of the city of 12 million people, it's a very large city. It's Moskva. It's so that's where you get the O sound. Oh, yeah. Well, it's confusing. Moskva. It's like uh, the difference between Mishka and Mishka one is feminine and one is masculine mm. and whenever I call the on mishka which means little bear I, it always comes out masculine which may used to make her laugh now it just irritates her
3: I'm uncomfortable with uh, uh with th- things Russian being uh, no with things being masculine or feminine uh, you know in these times I, I just uh, it's 2022 well
10: it's they all... are French they... lafenette the the window is feminine I think cats are feminine too, aren't they? Felines, and well, the but a dog, le chien, chien. Uh, you all those ends you don't even pronounce. Wee wee. Uh, oui, oui. Well, Glennard G. Uh, Mister French Canada. You can actually <laughs> ask him.
3: Well, we're we're trying to get him to renounce his uh, Canadian citizenship and be a, a real American, a true American patriot. But there is a chance that Quebec could become an independent country, so he
10: could have three passports. Ooh, that would be exciting, but not very patriotic. I know somebody that had three passports, but that was part of their job.
3: Oh, well, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. That's a little different. Oh, by the way, I haven't uh, mentioned it. I'll just mention this briefly. But uh, the individual that I like to refer to as the jealous one, Dirk Don calls him uh, the pizza man. I did share out his video earlier. It appears that he has been defeated. He uh, he can no longer get online to do his uh, show, and his technician... Uh, he, he had
10: a technician? He, oh, you mean that, uh, mm oh, no. some,
3: some, Somebody he hired That on. guy that, you know, the other guy? I guess. Somebody that he hired uh, through a Craigslist ad or something. Is that still around, Craigslist? I guess, Unfortunately,
10: uh, no. I no, guess, yes, it actually is. You can sell various things on
3: it. You can still do that. So the video it's is... It's not sex. What's, what's funny about the video is, um, is that... <laughs> so... Uh, I guess he, he has come to the conclusion that his current technician uh, doesn't know what he's doing, so he has to hire a new technician, and he'll have to socialize with him and get to know him. But he's bummed because he had uh, he had all these flyers uh, printed up to start promoting his show. Flyers? <laughs> you
10: mean he was just going to go out into Tenafly, New Jersey, and hand them out to people?
3: Apparently yes.
10: Oh I I didn't know uh, uh, advertising has actually come into the twenty first century, jealous one envious. Well
3: it's so he, he likes to talk in his videos about how he doesn't need social media, so he doesn't get cared about he doesn't uh, he doesn't care about getting kicked off of social media, it doesn't matter because he has other ways to advertise. So
10: he's been kicked off of social media.
3: No, but sometimes he gets suspended. Um, you know, because of all the, the racism, uh, but, uh, he always says he doesn't care because he has other ways to advertise and then it turns out, so the other ways, and I suspected this was the case is he had had flyers, he had printed
10: up. So he goes like to a laundromat and just puts up a flyer. Can you imagine for, for, and where? how are they supposed to, what does he he use? You know, (laughs) like WMNH
3: 95.3 FM, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I assume he puts his website on the flyers, and I'm sure, I'm sure. They click, they start click, you know,
10: they <laughs> yeah. start hitting their. Uh, click
3: the flyer. Yeah, on the bulletin board. <laughs> and I'm sure that on the flyer, he's very careful to include. What's my biggest pet peeve about that? He's very careful to include, I'm sure, the WWW, which, as you know, I'm sure you've heard me rant about it, drives me insane. Ah,
10: that guy. Why? We have WWW. WMNHradio.org there we,
3: right there. You're right. I never noticed that before, that there's a WWW.
10: This is one of your peeves, like Audi belly buttons?
3: Yes, yes. That is also a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, if you haven't heard my rant about this, uh, I do not like when people... You ever have a conversation with somebody when and they're human are t- telling you about human beings? Sure. They're telling you about a website and they say, just go to www.... It's like... You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm not using a, 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 an operating system from, I'm not using Windows 95. You don't have to tell me about the WWW. Just tell me the website. Well, I I,
10: I would like you to go to HTTPS. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going to do it right, slash WWW. To, to do it all the way, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, because there's HTTP and HTTPS. Which is a heightened security. Yes. And as uh, I think somebody here taught me to download the Pornhub videos, sometimes you just have to, you know, get rid of that ass. Uh, I don't I don't know what
3: that is. Uh, um, but I you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I never heard of that. Never, never. But no, we actually we have had this conversation before because I remember. About Pornhub. No, about uh, I remember telling you because you know him. You went to school with him, Doctor Kevin. There was um, this. He's on Pornhub. No this well maybe i don't know no this was a long time ago he had a he had an ad for his website online there was a, a an audio ad that he had recorded where www. he actually it's worse this reminded me of it you saying the h he actually included the http i'm not kidding when he gave and i just i i remember hearing it and just being like the age of dial up huh? on 28k I, should i say something to him like no, it's just right even now, even in the year 2022, I'll hear it occasionally. It's it's 2022? It, it is. Oh. And and I'll hear it in radio ads. I'll, I'll I'll and it's like in a radio ad, you only have 15 or 30 seconds and that time is precious. Well, if you don't have anything to say. Well, I guess if you have to fill the time, but when I actually, I mean, it actually in all fairness, it's pretty rare at this point, but every once in a while I'll hear it. When I actually hear in a radio ad, the voiceover person say, www, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. You're wasting valuable seconds of that, that you have in that ad with it, including it's, that. It's comforting, though, www. You know what's really embarrassing, too, is I've actually heard people, not, you have? not in a radio ad. I have. You have. I've actually heard people, not in, not in an ad, but just in casual conversation, they'll go for the W's, WWW. but then they leave one off. I've W-W. actually heard people say, oh, go to WW Dot. It's like. Well, that's the Burt Reynolds
10: factor. What do you mean? Oh, he's in WW and the Dixie Dance Kings with oh. Art Carney, who came up. Somebody called in and complained about Art Carney winning the Os- 1974 Best Actor Oscar ah. over uh, Al Pacino. Yes. And I might add Jack Nicholson. Ah, yeah. well, that must be the reason then. But, you know, Marlon Brando said Art Kearney was a great actor. And that got
3: Gonzo going.
10: Oh, did it? Whenever he hears the names, Marlon Brando or Lawrence Olivier.
3: Really? It gets him going how?
10: Well, uh, as he explained, Joe Maca- the famous son the Joe McCarthy is very well known for his appearance at Woodstock in 1969, which uh, a lot of people didn't know that in my audience. Oh, yeah. well. And I actually uh, had to explain that was Joe McDonald. Yeah. Oh, Country Joe. Country Joe McDonald.
3: Yes. Yes.
10: So yeah, the show was a real abortion. Um, Did you get the picture I sent you of no. the uh, Free Stater up at Mammoth and the uh, Bridge Street? He had the uh, sign. He had the uh, Free Stater flag and a sign, and I will read you what it says. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes my e- my. Uh, when I send messages to you, you get them late.
3: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, where did you send it? Did you send it to me on Matt Facebook?
10: Connerton at MattConnerton.com.
3: Oh. Oh, there's
10: the woman that I think well, I thought was dead.
3: Yeah, all I have from you, I have an email. Uh, the subject heading is today's show. and there's But there's no picture attached to it. Overturn Roe v. Wade. He's wearing a
10: sandwich board. I'm just showing you here Yeah. Okay. This flag. In the traffic. It's very busy there. The VA is up there. Yeah. Overturn Roe v. Wade and punish all women who get abortion uh, to get death penalty. And this is a free stater promoting this? Yeah. The person, it doesn't mean that that's entirely the free state movement. Right, of course. It's just a person that's identifying with them. Wow, how, uh, how pro liberty of them. It's very evocative of the jealous one envious. Uh huh. Overturn Roe v. Wade. And, which is actually a three, it's not an <laughs> punish all women who get abortion to get death penalty. So, who get abortion to get death penalty. So, are you only punish women who are getting an abortion in order to get the death penalty, like, you know, in Texas yeah. or Oklahoma, or all women, like in New York, where it will always be legal and safe, or California. Yeah. But we did have the abortion scene from Godfather 2, because it had the c word, and we had to edit it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were all betting whether that video, since it's a month ago, we did go for the two. It yeah. actually had the c word in
3: it. Oh, I see. Uh, it didn't. I, who, so who is it? Who who was?
10: Uh... Oh, that was Al Pacino. And no, Diane no, no, Eaton. and and the, with the sandwich board. I sent you a picture, here, Matt Connerton at mattconnerton. Matt, Matt, I didn't, I didn't get the picture. Well, bust my buttons. I'll send it to you. Which the six one is it? Somebody I, is
3: somebody I know. How do I know?
10: <laughs> I'm using your voice. With, oh, he said that the world was going to end the nuclear war what? years ago, <laughs> and that was just a month ago. And afterwards, I said, you know, actually, you know, it's comforting your way.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Well, here's
10: my blood pressure from last week: two ten over one ten. Yeah, I'm surprised you're alive. So am I. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, but I am surprised. I, I I waved at him because you know he's a nut and uh, I have I you know I have nuts on my jaw.
3: You know I've uh, I've been saying for a while though you know I I, I got a, a bit uh, disillusioned with uh, a lot of libertarians when I realized uh, during the Trump administration because I saw a lot of you know now again I don't want to speak too broadly I'm not talking about all free staters certainly nor all uh, libertarians uh, certainly. And there's many different types of libertarians, just as there's different types of Republicans and Democrats. But, um, but I did notice during the Trump administration that uh, I, I began to realize a much larger number than I ever would have imagined of people who call themselves libertarians are really just conservative Republicans who, uh, you know, want to be able to to smoke pot without the uh, judgment of their peers um, so well, they call themselves libertarians, and uh, Trump,
10: you know. who is a liberal Democrat, good friend of Bill Clinton, and uh, had an abortion clause and all his NDAs for his uh, hoes, as we uh, you know, uh, he came out against abortion, and he probably paid for more abortions in his lifetime than You, Fner, you know, I don't. So, re- I don't. But, re- so they all get. You know, it's like monkey see, monkey do, not to put down a simian species.
3: Yes, thank you. Yeah. We don't want to be well, speciest.
10: A yeti is not an ape. We've already okay. had that discussion.
3: Uh, well, well, that's a, a bit of a third rail with me. Are you sure yeah. this
10: is. A, now, I don't recognize the individual in this picture. On the flag, it said you could see Free Stater, but because it's furled, you can't really see it. Oh. Okay. I was in a car several uh, away. Oh, okay. But uh, you can read the text.
3: Huh? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but yeah, it 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 says overturn Roe v. Wade, and you're right. Instead of an ampersand, he puts the number three, thinking it's an ampersand. Um, so it, it so it actually looks like overturn Roe v. Wade squared, <laughs> or <laughs> triple, though, I guess. Uh, or I'm sorry, <laughs> the third yeah, not to not the not, third, not right? squared uh, to the third. Yeah, sorry, the third Squ- square squared would be a two. Um, yes, uh, punish all women who get abortion. To uh, get to, to get death penalty There's two
10: gets in there
3: yeah yeah um jenny in the chat says uh probably the same one who is also a free probably the same one who was holding signs a while back outside of michael's claiming that the jews did 9 11. well from
10: yeah. space they did
3: yeah oh with the lasers with yes. the
10: lasers. that's right how else did those uh mighty buildings fall when I... it wasn't a jewish plot using lasers
3: when I get home later, I'll have to show Jenny the picture that you sent me, and uh, I've got others. Actually, I could just forward it to her right now, and she can. You could, uh, she, but uh, you know, then there'd be dead
10: space, and whenever you stop talking, I stop.
3: I've noticed that it was very strange. You're, you're not the only one guilty of that, of course. I'm neurotic. But, yeah. Oh, I oh, cubed. It. Thank you, Miriam. Cubed. That, that's what I was looking for. The the three is a cube, so, uh, cubed. So, yeah. So overturn
10: Roe v Wade cubed. We'll cube Roe v Wade. Wow. Yeah.
3: By the way, Jenny, uh, also in the Facebook, just said, I'm going to lose it in a good way. An article I didn't think would make it about the realities of pain care is being published. I just got asked for a source on one of the points. Holy S. She's very happy. Good. So published, Congratulations. Published in uh, The Mighty, themighty.com. Yep. She's got a, a lot of uh, great articles there. So that's mm. that's outstanding. Yeah.
0: The Just Because Deal.
9: privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for
5: occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply. Stop. Stop. Stop.
3: Oh, there was something else I was going to ask you, and I can't remember what it was now. And what was that? I can't remember. Uh, 603-250, it'll come to me. Uh, I'll answer no. 603-250-6007 uh, is the uh, number. Indubitably. That's um, the other
10: question you didn't ask.
3: What's that? Indubitably. Uh, that's, that's not answer. A, that to doesn't question. seem like a question. Uh, no, it's the it's answer more to a, the other more, question more you a, haven't asked. More of a statement.
10: Indubitably.
3: Um, oh, Dirk is saying in the chat regarding uh, the jealous one. Envious. With his uh, triple W there. He says, you mean like when the pizza man, Dirk calls him the pizza man.
10: We uh, have a pizza man here in Manchester. Have some
3: respect. That's why I don't call him the pizza man. I call him the jealous one. But Dirk is welcome to call him the pizza man, of course. No, he's not.
10: Uh, he, I, I've already said he can you call have him the some, pizza have some discipline.
3: Right. But we know we mean uh, the jealous one. He says, uh, so... So, you you mean like when the pizza man says, uh, matzo, fatzo, ratzo, which just wastes your time, uh, hearing when he could just say, Matt? That's true. He could just say, Matt, what are you doing with your arm?
10: Um, my am my, my thing. Oh, um, I'm readjusting it like oh. a woman adjusts a bra.
3: Sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah.
10: Um, I you know it's it's exciting to look back at the pictures from the seventies and when women didn't wear brisiers. Those um, were the days.
3: I I wouldn't nostalgia.
10: know nostalgia.
3: Well, I mean I've seen Mary Tyler
10: Moore, of course, but You gonna oh. make it there's a second Mary Tyler Moore theme. You're gonna make it. From uh, Minneapolis, a very different Minneapolis.
3: There were no riots back then. Uh, Dirk also said regarding the jealous one, "Go to the city and hand out flyers for your garbage internet show." Good idea. Oh, nobody
10: gives a g- about this guy. Let's talk about something exciting.
3: Um, well, we do have some uh, comments in the Facebook live chat. So, in the um, in the first hour, we were discussing year, the uh, the 25. shooting in Texas and
10: oh, who? bullying. That's and- like talking about the sun coming up and stuff. Boring, you know? Little, little. It's as American as they have apple pie. It's like people voting or something. Get over it.
3: <laughs> By the way, Scott wants to know, John, did you have the sexy
10: beard in the 70s? I did have a, a, a sexy beard in the 70s, but wow. it pitched. Wow. I actually have pitches of it, too. And I had hair, too, on top of my head.
3: Now, you... Um... What is interesting to me is, Year, because we were talking about bullying earlier, and, and you've you've talked a lot about how social media has I, changed the way that people think, like the way that young people think and, and process information. If women can survive, they may fight. Oh, hello. Well, I hope women can survive. Well,
10: oh, uh, so- social media devices, but... The neuronal networks they map, which are based on the uh, Jesus H. Mahogany, come on, you know what it is. Jesus H. Mahogany, uh, please. Algorithms that were pioneered by the games industry uh, are—it's a disaster. Look at American education. These anybody that gives their kid a smartphone, you're just destroying your kid. You're a damn fool, but of course it's easier to do to destroy them uh, than actually talk to them, treat them as a human being, or have to spend time with them. In the old days, they used to give a opium mixture to babies, ladinum. Lad. I really. Have, I have dyslexia. Mm. Ladinum or something. It's an opium, a tincture of opium. Very popular. Yeah, you would calm a baby down. Oh wow. Yeah. Now, you, you know, you have Marx, the opiate of the masses, religion. Hmm. But uh, there's all sorts of problems. There was a thing in either the Journal or Washington Post. Some woman was a, a psychiatrist talking about how she won't give her kid a smartphone. And she's talking about the demonstrable, because there's research about what <laughs> these phones do to kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've created this nation of it's 1692 uh, all over again, you know, the crucible. These, these demonic kids, but I find it very exciting as that demonic cat, the is looking at me.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, he should be in Moscow.
10: Well, apparently, oh,
3: uh, Moscow. Apparently, this uh, this Musquebra. guy, this guy in Texas, he had uh, posted something on social media about what he was about to do, and then he was live streaming. Oh, how how wonderful! Yeah. In
10: 1998, after Columbine, there was this famous psychologist, of Vika. Me knows who he is very well, and he was talking about what had happened because of just gaming, mm-hmm. and this is before smartphones. That the kids in Columbine are in a dream, but that that's been f- two thousand, three, four thousand years of philosophy about the difference between people, being reality and dreams, and mm-hmm. consciousness. Like a Native American, there's a great, great novel called Black Robe. And actually it was a great movie made of it, too, where the Native American uh, this uh, Frenchman goes to Quebec in the 1600s with I guess the urine, whatever the Indians are, and these ordeals he goes through. And it's actually truthful what ha- you know based on what's happened. It was Bruce Beresford driving Miss Daisy and some other great films. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful movie, a uh, Black Rome, and a great novel too. And after this ordeal, and he's talking about his interaction, he's bringing Christianity to what's in Canada called First Nations. I like indigenous peoples. We call Native American in the United States since the 60s, because Native Americans were Yankees, Anglo-Saxons. So, you know, in a rhetorical uh, uh, hoisted on your own petard, they took Native American from the English, and the was and gave it to Native Americans. Well, and he mentions how they, in, to a Native American, the harshness of their own life, their dreams were reality. And Jung yeah. talked about that, too. Uh, reading about North America and the indigenous peoples of North America, he, ha- he learned a lot uh, and helped his theories of the subconscious. And he differed from his mentor, Freud, in that he believed the subconscious was more important mm-hmm. than the conscious world and how it affects you. And it's such great at the end where he says, how can I say that their what they believe, that their dream world's real after he's joined them and gone through these terrible ordeals isn't true. And uh, so and for me, uh, one of the most profound pieces of literature ever concocted is just row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat, gently down the stream, merrily, 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 merrily. Life is Life but is a, about dream. a dream. Life is but a dream, yeah. So these people are actually engaged in a dream, and what they've been triggered, their brains, they're living in a dream, a mm-hmm. fantasy. Mm-hmm. Reality is socially defined. My, my br- father was brought up in an entirely different reality than I was. Yeah. He was brought up with radio, though. His father wasn't. He was born in 1897. Yeah. His father had been through World War I before, and combat before he ever heard uh, radio as we know it, which yeah. didn't become commercialized to the 20s. And my father was an adult who had been through World War II before television. He saw television in 1940 at the New York World's Fair, but World War II put it off.
5: Mm-hmm.
10: And uh, ra- both radio and television, it's... This, Oh, research from the 40s, 50s, 60s—how it affected the way people thought. But this is radically different. This—the neuronal networks of these kids—are wired by these devices, and they're set. When you talk about the algorithm of the gaming industry, it's a constant—the you know, need for gratification. It's the rat, you know, like yeah. a, you know, a rat in a box, a Skinner box, getting yeah. its uh, high. Yeah.
3: My uh, my dad is on the phone, I
6: believe. Hello. Martin. Hi guys, I'm just getting out of a, an intense meeting with uh, some teenagers. I won't go into oh. that. Oh my! And, and my colleagues. Um, so it's a sad day. I I for sure. I wanted to say though, uh, is that John there? Hello, John. Yes, hello. John. John Hopwood uh, is with us. Hello, yes, Martin. Hi, John. I just wanted to say uh, a couple of things. One is, Matt, your show yesterday was terrific. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to some of that, John, but um, your broadcasting skills, your sensitivity, your ability to uh, think of the abstract and, and articulate real uh, interpretations that were meaningful was, was good. And, I, and you took some some difficult, uh, not so much calls, but you got to, in uh, in your um, chat room there, you, you had yeah. some uh, a couple of really sardonic, <laughs> sardonic <laughs> that, that yeah, comments. Yeah, However, um, but so I wanted to uh, just say, uh, great job, Matt. With Thank that. you. And what you did yesterday was you talked about the insensitivity that it, that is growing now has grown. Been, I've, we've seen growing in America uh, for at least ten or so years now, for sure. I mean, it's hard to to define it in term or describe it in terms of time. Um, there was a time when you know, Al and I talk about this, Tom. We lost Tom to cancer, but we used to talk about this, too. And I was talking to a colleague about this today. There was a time, if you went back into the 80s, maybe the 90s for a while, where we seemed to be ma- making some progress, fighting against the culture of violence, the culture of death, the culture of uh, selfishness. Thanatos, the um, death instinct. But mm. but now, John and Matt, we're we're, we're going in the other direction. And uh, so we have to keep fighting back, you know, with good education. And you were talking about some of that I heard just now. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to the show, guys. But, um, but one of the things that uh, – it, it's hard for me to, to say this, but I'm going to say it. One of the things we need – and you and um, RJ mentioned this yesterday, Matt. Um, it, it, it's funny because the sardonic remark – like one of the remarks, and I've seen this – in, in other areas comes out, well, where were the gun-toting good guys that didn't stop this? You know, Well, it's hard uh, to have gun-toting to- good guys around unless you plan for that, unless you know what you're doing with that. We've had incidents in, in America where, uh, fortunately, in fact, there was an incident in Texas, I don't know if you guys remember this, about three years ago now, where um, a, a bad dude went into a, a church community, and he was shot. I don't believe he was killed, but he was wounded by someone who had a, who had a gun registered properly. Um, so I think it's time to look at what you guys were talking about yesterday. Maybe putting in some special equipment. Uh, maybe tr- training teachers. I mean, I hate to say it, but with guns proper properly, or Can't even having guards there, guys who are armed, whether they're former police officers or retired military. It's time to really look at protecting the schools and and caring for for with good education. See, that's the other thing that I'm concerned about, Uh, and it's not just me. It's 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 not just Conard, and it's some of my colleagues. Mm. the The poor education, the breakdown of family. The romanticization of violence all over the place, mm-hmm. including on uh, abortion on demand, Eric spoke to that. I've written two papers on that. I won't go into that. I'm not going to touch that rail. This is not a day for, in my judgment for debate, and I wouldn't do that on your radio show Matt anyway i would you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me okay? Oh yeah, no, you sound great. oh good, good so um I think you need to uh we need to look at that more carefully and start to have some courage to implement some things like that it may frighten families at first but uh, if it's done well i think uh, that's a protective process that we need to look at it's it's kind of radical i understand that Mm -hmm. but But the idea that we we don't have mature people who can protect children i reject that idea you know but here's what i want to say too Eric touched on this yesterday. I thought Eric did a great job yesterday. I know, you know, you kid with him, and, and yeah. he, he kids with with everybody, but he was right on target, and I loved his reaction because I thought this is this is a human reaction. It's not about male versus female, and you can't tell me what to do. No, it's a it's humanity, guys, and we we we're so upset, appropriately, with seeing what happened in Texas and California. I still don't understand all that yet. Um, I, I don't understand Texas completely either. But I do want to say one thing about mental health in Buffalo, New York. Mm. So um, when, if you have callousness around any form of violence, I remember the great philosopher Sidney Hook. give you an example of this quickly because I don't want to take up too much time here. Sidney Hook uh, used, to be, used to talk a lot about violence. He wrote about violence. And he talked about how violence can be subtle, guys, you know, making fun of someone, mm-hmm. ostracizing someone. And, of course, we, when we escalate that up, it's bullying. We know that and right. how bad that is. Right. And how pervasive, unfortunately, that is because of lack of morality, again, or lack of teaching morality, or lack of reinforcing good, good behavior. But anyway, he talked about the fact that one day he went in, he was at the university, and he went in to, to uh, go up to a conference call uh, – excuse me, a conference meeting – And he got to the elevator, and another colleague came to the elevator whom he had had a disagreement with. And when the colleague saw uh, Dr. Hook uh, entering, rather than just going up together, because they were going to the same meeting uh, ultimately, uh, he in a huff walked away. And and Sidney Hook talked about how bad bad that hurt his feelings. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to point out that is a form of violence also. You know, not listening to people ad hominem arguments are a form of violence. Uh, so Sydney we need Hook to reflect calm, on that and fight minutes. back so because the culture of, yep, of the, no, guys, no. look at this. Let me let me say one other example. Mm. You can pull this up on YouTube uh, you, you or, or, you know, on the technology. Watch Chuck Schumer, for whom I have no respect. I, I will get that out front. Neither I, do I, that I don't either. respect Schumer at all. Watch Schumer go to the Supreme Court uh, about a year and a half ago now on the steps and call out Justices Gorshik and Kavanaugh and talk about the whirlwind is coming and you guys are going to get it. You guys are going to pay. That's a form of violence. It's also— what about Trump? Trump so, did, this, this even is worse. Oh, shut up, guys, on this note. It's also illegal. It's illegal to dox these people, the, the Supreme Court justices, and yet the Justice Department, which I believe is corrupt as hell right now, will not investigate who leaked that stuff. Number one, which is completely illegal and unethical. They're going to some some people going to call him a hero. That's bizarre, but that's illegal. Doxing the Supreme What's Court it, justices, the threatening them. Uh, 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 you know causing uh, people to scream at them like trump? and threaten their their well-being that's illegal guys it's not only unethical it's illegal but trump the press, did it all the time the left wing media trump. all these people say no that's great man go ahead us after about trump. those guys what about know? trump he
10: it, he called violence really on the bad. people i met trump i met trump rallies as a journalist trump uh, uh, yes. called for violence against everybody didn't he Anybody he didn't like, we called on violence. And uh, there were people that were actually injured because of after his statements. There's still litigation going on.
6: Why not talk about him? He was president of the United States. I I think that's problematic. Whoever does it, John, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but Trump. When Trump does it. it, it's wrong. When uh, he tried, Biden, to Biden does. I mean, Biden. Government. Biden, I have some compassion for because I keep. I, I think he's really in trouble cognitively and no fool I, like an old I, fool, as
10: my mother uh, would say. You know, <laughs> it,
6: it, and then I look at the vice president and I think, oh my god, what kind of? And then the administration. Well, you know. nobody would want I to replace that. him.
10: That's why she's the I, vice. No, she's the vice yeah. president because nobody would want to replace if it was
6: Amy Klobuchar. That did on that. I I She'd be president of the United States I agree <laughs> with that fully. It's sad, though. It's really sad because this is a time, obviously, we need leadership. We need people to step up to the plate. And uh, in both parties, they're weak and they're, uh, they're just— uh, not very mature about this in a way that was the yeah. time to stand up and do something about it and I, and I like Matt and John uh, I promised to shut I just want to say one thing about the Buffalo thing
5: yeah but in Buffalo?
6: I like the way you guys had a dialogue about not trying to attack the Second Amendment and make that a goofy argument I won't go into all that uh, we need the Second Amendment uh, oh, we do. And if people were armed who are responsible they could intervene because we've had we've had I mean, I don't recommend that. I hope that doesn't have to happen. But we've seen that happen a couple of times successfully and safely. Yeah. But I think they need to do more in the schools to defend the schools with patrols. Uh, there, there are various ways to do it. But we need to think about that, guys. I want to say one thing about Buffalo. Yeah. Because there was what a happened statement in Buffalo? about that yesterday. The, uh, the, the shooter, the 18-year-old in Buffalo. In,
3: in the church. This oh, that's is a the recent one? And, and you mentioned yeah. the, yeah, yesterday, Matt, this yesterday, This is a problem today in
6: mental health. The mental health services have become timid again. And we're afraid of, uh, you know, being in the political issue and somebody saying, well, Connerton, uh, that person might have been from a minority group. So you leaned on them and had them held and had their raised the red flag law in New York, and had their gun suspended, et cetera, et cetera. that man, that young man, unfortunately, went through a whole series of uh, assessments and they let him go on every single one and I'm not criticizing the people who let him go because I understand the fear there, but we've got to overcome that. And when we see these people who present with mental illness and violence, this kid was saying, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill people in the school. I mean, it was all over the place. And they they let him go and they let him retain a weapon. I mean, that was bizarre. So my point of that is he is mentally ill. I have no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. As heartbreaking as that tragedy is, uh, he was painted as just a pure sociopath yesterday. Um, you could argue that i get it well, sociopath it, is a mental
10: illness we yeah. need to improve our services Psychopath. we
6: desperately need to improve them well, absolutely we gotta
10: send uh, we gotta send another hundred billion dollars to ukraine well, well why, that's what are we going to you what know, are we going to prioritize I don't, underst-
6: I don't understand how they sent so much money without because it's really going it's going to raise in countries that. It's
10: just like all the other weapons we've sent to other countries. that wound up uh, like when we sent them to uh, yep. uh, other. Uh, what was it? The, you know uh, Afghanistan. Yep. Well, right, right. O- right. Osama oh, bin Laden, that one of the great, uh, you know, moral equivalents of our founding fathers although those were the Nicaraguan that was the people murdering 80,000 in El Salvador and other people in Nicaraguan
3: place. Well war
10: is our greatest uh, export. Terrible. Yeah and as uh, uh, Leon Panetta the main lobbyist for Raytheon was on TV, not being, you know, identified as a Raytheon lobbyist. Yeah, they send, never are. Uh, you know, we need to send more javelins and stingers. Good Raytheon price. They used to be Raytheon. Used to be right here. My yep. father sold his stock so I could go to college.
6: I remember that, John. Yeah, I know. Oh, you remember my yeah. father selling? I mean, stock. you've got these guys. You mentioned Swallow.
10: I should yep, be guilty about bad. what I, I mean, did.
6: These guys are complete morons. You know. Uh, by the way, just parenthetically, I agree with Jenny. Hassan is a moron. I mean, she's also unethical no, she's in my judgment, but that's another story. I write her letters, guys. You know that what? she always she does write back. I have to say that. Oh well, that's she good. She talks He's, nonsense.
10: She's very middle of the road.
6: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, she's true, she's, but yeah, she's not <laughs> very what? decisive on any important issue. I would say that much. That's New Hampshire. So I'll I'll let you go, guys. <laughs> it's good to have uh, the discussion. You know, I I did want to I was going to uh, talk about. Um, I'll just mention it and then I'll shut up. When Biden does something right, you know, and again, I start to I start to have a lot of compassion for him because I think he's he's cognitively impaired now. Well, well, I go to the pub but I don't have any story, compassion but, for him. But here's the thing, guys. Um, strategic ambiguity. We've had it for years. It certainly goes back to 54 when they signed that treaty initially. And it has great merit. And you you articulated that well, Matt, and John has in the past, too. But I disagree with you on this point, not not with you guys. I mean, with the with the press and and uh, his secretary, the whole cabinet and Harris. I'm not even going to mention she's out the lunch as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. But here's the point: when he said without ambiguity, "Yes, we will defend them," I thought that was appropriate. Mm. I thought that was a clear message to Xi Jinping that I'm not under your thumb anymore, buddy. You know, but it's not he, he going to stop him. Ex-
10: I'm not going to stop. So, it.
6: in this case, I don't think strategic amb- ambiguity is the best thing. I think mm. you want to be clear about that. So you're willing we to die will for Taiwan. It. You are uh, we willing will defend to. Them? That's another story. You're willing
10: to. We will die it. and destroy the entire dare, world over Taiwan. You know,
6: you're planes into the into Formosa. I mean, uh, why? I, I,
10: I could give a damn about Taiwan. I don't care. It's one China. I, I don't want to die over Montenegro, you know? Isn't that the whole thing? World well, War I, a whole war over Serbia? Give us a damn, right? Then they turn into fascists anyway. Right, anyways. well, I, I
6: think, uh, I, yeah, I hear the argument there. I understand. I think we have to be very careful. Yeah. But if we let, we're already at war with China, in my judgment. You know, the technological war, the spying, and also, have you heard of this, guys? COVID-19? You know, we're already at war with these guys. Those, those guys real. let that out. On, Xi Jinping knew exactly what he was doing, sending that around the world. I doubt that. And look at how many we've lost to that disease. That's Accident. war. You know, that's war. Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not advocating. And they say the same you know, thing
10: about us. Russia says we, the United States is running a uh, bioweapons uh, uh, bio lab in Ukraine. You know that's just pro, you know propaganda.
6: Yeah, but what's the difference? What's the, yeah, but there's a significant difference there, John. oh no, you know, I, lie, I believe they're lying, and I'm, we're not lying. I mean, a lot of the press the doesn't want to look doesn't at doesn't that in the United States. But that's that's despicable. That's the lamestream media. It, it, it's, it's disgusting. Well, we those are, guys are laughing all the way to the bank, guys, and, and making actually fun their economy is uh, kind class of. Uh,
10: we well, who get, are we talking about? The Chinese or? Uh, <laughs> well, it,
3: it's a.
6: It, well, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about
0: both. No, talking nobody about gives of, a damn about or the, the, the Chinese American.
6: economy is in trouble. Though I mean that's another that's another story. That yes, and the they have a much
10: higher death rate from COVID than's being reported in the United States, and nobody can understand why the CDC puts out this crap about what's China. When oh, you I can know, get I Chinese know, I numbers that the are CDC, higher. The CDC.
6: I wouldn't. Fauci and that. Oh, we're gonna get banned I- I now. I wouldn't trust a damn thing they say.
3: I don't, but we do, we're get banned.
10: <laughs> we
6: gotta.
3: We well, it's a great discussion. I I hate to end it, but we are uh, yeah. liter- we are literally almost uh, out of time. So, Dad, thank you so much for the call. Yeah, great show, Matt.
6: Yesterday, great great input, John. I appreciate your watch input. out for. Take care, guys. All right, Dad, love you. Thank safe. you.
3: Bye bye. Love watch-
6: you too. Be well. Bye bye right. now.
10: Bye bye. Watch all out right. for large black cats.
3: It's a Russian plot. By the way, before we go, uh, you did mention, John, uh, Montenegro. Uh, we have uh, just Skyping in now. Our former president, uh, Trump, has something to say about that.
4: Montenegro is a tiny country with very strong people. By the way, they're very strong people. They're very aggressive people. They may get aggressive.
0: And congratulations, you're in World War Three.
3: Well, it sounds to me like uh, the former president agrees with you, John, about Montenegro. I agree with him about NATO. It should never have been expanded.
10: As the architect of containing the Soviet Union, George Kennan, said, when uh, the peace dividend was going to be pissed away uh, by Madeleine Albright wanting to uh,
3: expand it to Poland and everything, that would be a tragedy. All right, we got to go. We are absolutely out of time. John, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who called in today. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. And if you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org. And at my website, MattConnerton.com. We'll talk to you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody.
0: Imagine your new bathroom